So welcome to our program. From there here in studio, have we uh, Jacob and uh, Raj. Raja. 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 Hmm. Raja. And this is uh, Mr. Norm from India. And this is here from the Yukum Thomas and Klim, which you can tell me how they are Robert O'Donnell. This is a great way to tell you what up English is, which I can't plot it. And so I go up in the program where I can be able to say down from what it all is top to work, all the best top footing, and you can find what they are reading. And this is here. So I wish to like what you understand can. So welcome, uh, Raja and uh, Jacob. So let's start with you, Jacob. You have been uh, working in India for how many years, or what do you, is it that you do there? Um, I surrendered my life as full-time ministry when I was 18, the age of 18, and then I finished my Bible college. And in 2004, I came into ministry. In 2004, and and uh, my calling is church planting and evangelism. Uh, going into villages, travel places, and uh, slum areas, and sharing the gospel, and then you know telling about Jesus to many places. You know that that's my main ministry that I'm doing. Okay, well, good, thank you. And uh, Raja, what is what is it that you do? Well, I come from Hindu background, but accept the Lord at the age of 13, and the Lord Jesus changed my life. But I was called to ministry even at the age of 14. But the call never fulfilled until I was 90, uh, 32 years old. And uh, at the age of 32 years, when I was an uh, uh, engineer with the IBM, and God called me to leave, go back to Alberta, where the, uh, the Prairie Bible Colleges, having finished my four years of theology, went back to India in 1980, since 1980, I am in India, preaching, teaching, mainly the pastors. I was about to say, one of your roles is a pastor. You are a pastor, a lead pastor in a church? Well, I, I sometimes they call, call me pastor to pastors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think you're probably a little bit like our, uh, we have, I, I, I belong to the uh, Evangelical Mennonite Conference, which is the EMC, and we have a uh, conference pastor who kind of oversees all the pastors within our conference yes. so you're probably something similar to similar, that similar to that yes. so yeah. that you're you're, you're yeah. what they call the big honcho <laughs> <laughs> well that is that is a, a very interesting that you 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 left your uh, faith that you were uh, taught as as a child mm -hmm. and then you found the lord and found christ and mm -hmm. uh, and now you are preaching and yeah. teaching others yeah. to uh, in Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was not easy to come out of bound by Hinduism, which is idol worship, but uh, God being, loving God through Jesus Christ, uh, this pastor of house church came to our home inviting me, my mother, all of us, five of us, uh, to this church. We were a little hesitant to go because we don't want another 133 million gods already. We don't want another one. Uh, but somehow the pastor convinced, said, come for once, and if you don't like, you don't have to come back. So all of us went to that church on Sunday, maybe first time, and uh, he was preaching from John chapter 3. Uh, Jesus talking to Nicodemus, uh, how to be being born by the Spirit of God. And so... Uh, Though I was 13, uh, 
the pastor said, if you put your faith in Jesus, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, uh, if you confess you with your mouth Jesus is Lord, and if you believe Jesus is risen, you will be saved. And uh, that means he will come into my life. I never heard in my life that uh, God can come into to be with me, in me, and to me. Because Hinduism teaches to find God, you go to mountains. You, you walk or you walk by uh, knees and do some hard work before you can find God. But here is, I'm hearing from uh, this pastor that if I put my faith in Jesus, he will come into my house, which I said, all right, I'm going to do it today. And I waited until he finished the message. And at the end of the message, he says, I'm going to give an invitation for all of you. Uh, indicate yourself if you want to receive Jesus. Put your hands up or raise, stand up or something, which I did. And so... Um I have very often heard. So did your whole family at that time come to Jesus? Or On just the you, same all day, of you, all of five of us. That, that, that is just absolutely a, a real blessing because I have very often one may and then they get persecuted from their family and shunned and, and you hear all this. So here your whole family came to Christ at that moment. Yeah, uh, Of course, we as a family, we were outcasted, treated as outcast, would not even draw water from the well. Uh, we had our uh, bad times in the I sense. was about to ask how were the rest of the village and how the rest of your people that <laughs> obviously didn't uh, 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 see Christ yeah, and, and yeah. have the uh, redemption. Yeah. So you were shunned and you were kind of outcast yes, from that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, so that right. made, it, made it difficult for the first couple of years. Yeah, right? for a few years, yes. But we kept praying and the Lord was so gracious, gave us strength and power to stand against this persecution. Now, many of those come to know the Lord. Sure, Which absolutely. is wonderful. And it, it sometimes it just takes one uh, uh, individual. And well, we're not, I say one individual. It's it's not us that it's doing. It's the Holy Spirit and God that's working Amen. within us. But uh, that uh, very often we just have to let go and let Him lead. Amen. Too many of us, uh, we try to do it our way or we think it, we, uh, we know what we want to do or we feel that the Holy Spirit might uh, be uh, doing it and we do it our own way and our mm -hmm. own guide ourselves. And that sometimes can be a, more of a hindrance than a help. Yes, yes. So, yeah, well, well that, that's good. Let, let's go back to Jacob a little bit here. You said you did a lot of church planting. In, in India, and that you showed me a map here, and unfortunately here I can show our listeners, but I don't think they can see much. <laughs> but it's a it's a big area that you are working at, all the way from the south, all the way up to the north. And what would you say your kilometers distance would be from the bottom to the top? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, before uh, before that, I, I would just wanted to share a little bit brief about myself, like oh. how I came to yes. uh, know the Lord. Uh, <clears throat> I was uh, I was raised from uh, in a family where my dad was uh, from an Hindu background, and my mom was a Catholic. Oh, and then <clears throat> so we choose my dad, even though he was a Hindu, like he always chose to go to a Catholic church because he liked this quiet and the cathedral kind of a style. And and <clears throat> from my childhood, whether I went to a temple or whether I went to a Catholic church, I had a desire to serve the Lord. And maybe if I would have been in the temple, I would have been a priest, or if I would have been in a Catholic church, I would have been a father, or something like that. My heart was always to serve the Lord, and I had that from my childhood. 
And then when I was 12, there's a lady, uh, her name was Mary. She started a Sunday school in our area. And then all of her friends, we went to Sunday school when we were, you know, like we were like 28 of us, we went to Sunday school because she was said, we're going to give, we'll give you snacks and juice. So, <laughs> you know, that's where we went to, you know, we went there. And then, and that's what I met Lord. And I'm, that's what I, I, you know, when she started sharing, like, Three weeks, four weeks, we went and then there was one Sunday she said about, she said, I want to tell you a truth. And then she said that Jesus who died, uh, you know, who came down for you and died on the cross for you. And then he rose again on the third day and then he wants to stay in you and he wants to walk with you. He wants to talk to you and he wants to have the relationship with you. And, and, he's, and she said, and he's going to come back and going to take you. He's pre preparing place for you and he's going to come back and, and he's going to take you to, to his place. And for me that the whole message was something new I've never heard. How can a God who can who come down and die for my sin? Can I just interject, at what age was this? Oh, this was, I think, around like 13, 14, okay. I think, you know, it was like 14 years, that was the age, and then then, uh, then I was like, uh, that was new to me, it was like, how can a God, you know, all we thought was like, what do you do to the idols, what do you do to, to the God, how many kilometers you walk, what are the sacrifices you do, you know, you early morning you get up and do all kind of ritual things, but this was something new, you don't have to do anything. God died on the cross and if you just believe in and ask God to come in your heart and He will come and He will stay with you. And that was a message that, that changed my entire life. And that's the time that I thought, okay, I want to know more about this Jesus. And then I started going continuously and then she took me to her church where she, she was a believer too. And I, she, I went there and then I started growing in the church. I spent most of my time in the church listening and, and sharing and working there. And and, uh, and on the age of uh, 16, on the age of 17, I, I took baptism. I gave my life to Jesus. And the age of 18, I, as I was saying, I always wanted to serve the Lord. And I said, I wanted to give my life to Jesus. And I want to serve Him all my life. I want to share. And I want to go and tell all the people that joy that I received, what the blessing that I have received, the truth that I, I heard, I want to go and tell everyone. And, I, and then I said, you know, for that I went and asked my pastor and he said, you need to go to Bible college for that. You need to finish theology for that. And then I went and told my mom, you know, I gave my life to Jesus and I'm going to serve him all. And then my dad and mom was, that's where they got shocked and they were like, no, you can't do that. That's a cult. And then they, the pastors are only for money. And you don't do that. You go. You better study and make your good career. That's not something. That's not you. You you have to do. And 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 for me, like ah, the joy that was in me, I couldn't. I couldn't hold it for myself. And then I told my parents they couldn't accept it, because for them it's like Jesus was just a, you know the 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 concept only Jesus. That was a cult for them like you know if you say Jesus is the only way the truth and the life and then you say the Mary or other idols are like just an idol they're not God for them it was like they couldn't accept it and then and there was a time that we had a big fight and my dad said no if you don't listen to me you need to get out of the house oh my goodness and then I had to pack all my stuff and then I left home and I came down and and, uh, and I called up my pastor and I said I'm outside and I don't know where to go and they called me and gave me a place to stay and then 
and then uh, and and after a few months after after a month my mom and dad said oh come uh, you know you do whatever you want but come home but at the time i knew god was already separated me from the family and then i started growing in the church and then that's what i grew i, I grew up in the church as a as a sunday school leader and a sunday school director i became a youth leader and the youth pastor and to the assistant pastor and then afterwards you know i, I thought i was i grew up in one of the big cities in bangalore one of the okay. very very wealthy cities in bangalore but my heart was always you know to go out in the villages to go out to do work at the uh, you know in the villages and in, in the rural areas to share the gospel that was my calling and then after i got married and then we started a church in in sathi and then from there like uh, you know we started reaching out the unreached people uh, from we started from tamil nadu and then again from andhra pradesh and then we went to up to ariana orissa and and in you know, all those places and then uh, that's how we go into a very deep villages very deep places where they don't have electricity and they don't have uh, phones networks nothing we go very deep areas and then we share and then some of them it takes two days for us to go by train and another eight hours drive to go into the villages so we go into very deep places so let me ask you this on these places that you go to and visit the news where you said they had no like hydro and all that stuff what is their main faith there what what do they practice oh like you know in the forest uh, they do have like 15 houses in one place and then you have to walk another kilometers and then you have another 20 houses another 18 hours so each group has their own idol oh my goodness and they believe a system is totally different and then the entire faith and and the ritual is totally different from the other so usually you know they have a stone or they have a big tree or sometimes even they have idols that they bring from the cities like you know and they worship some of them have uh, idols different types of idols and their uh, rituals and and the belief systems are totally different so how different you accept them when you show up do they accept you or they kind of uh, do not accept you or is there any violence and danger sometimes on your behalf oh yeah like we work in two different places one is on the south the south is like where we go into the forest area where that is a tiger reserve and in india you can't uh, you can't use guns or hunt anything because that's a crime and then you nobody has guns and everything so those are like very protected forest area the tiger reserve and then you you can't take your own vehicle to go in you have to hire the officers the the military officers vehicles to go in sometimes you know and and when we go and we don't go as a christians you know and all that but we go as a social workers okay. and then we go with we help them uh, we provide them clothes we provide them solar lamps we provide them slippers and all that and the north is more another way it's another different challenge because that there you find like in the phonetics you know they they catch you like with the bible and tracks they'll catch you and they beat you up and then oh. and many many have killed and and many have killed many are beaten up and then a uh, lots of uh, families have lost their loved ones because for the sake of ministry and many have gone to prison uh, for the for the gospel and it's it's very difficult area the approach is different sometimes when we go there you know god works signs and wonders god works miracles and some people get delivered from from evil spirit some people get delivered when they're sick you know some people when they get sick the whole family get you know come to know the lord and then god god has to it's only only miracle and the guidance of god we we have to rely on the holy spirit 
and then when we go and we ask God is the right time to go how to go and then we take them some goods like we take them gifts for them and then we provide them some things and then in, in Orissa we have I have a friend who is working who is, who is from Orissa from Andhra Pradesh we have we have uh, lots of people who, who, who are from that places uh, through them we go in it is more easier and then we share we provide them we do some medical camp we do we give them clothes we provide them some of the things so that's the only way that we can go in so just to let our listeners a little give them a little bit of a glimpse as to what kind of government is in India is it a uh, a fairly uh, dem democracy where they get voted in you have your freedoms or is it a more of a dictatorship or a controlled government so we have two uh, in, in India is ruled by two major governments uh, parties main parties one is Congress and the other one is BJP the Congress is more like a um, like a very a government which supports everyone. You know, it's you have a freedom for everyone and it's freedom of speech and it's it's everything. But BJP is more like a dictated government. Okay. You know, it's like you know they uh, BJP is is a government like you know they are totally against Christianity. They want India to be a, a Hindu nation and that they want to uh, they don't want Muslims or Christians to be in India. They say like Christian is a, is a foreign god and it's a foreign religion. We don't want you here. And then and and uh, Hinduism is totally against Christianity. And and when I say Hinduism, you know, it's not all. All Hindus are against Christianity. There are good people. All the Hindus are not against Christianity. They love Christians. They know Christians are the one who brought uh, so many good things in India. So India has changed now is because of Christians. Okay. Schools, hospitals, and and bridges, road, and dressing, and and all of the things uh, is bought by Christians. So many people love and appreciate Christians, but the the BJP, the party that I said, they have a group of a, a different type of groups like RSS and and Sivashena, uh, Hindu Mundani. They are like small armies for them. So these are the groups that go against Christianity. Okay. These are the groups that go against uh, breaking churches and persecuting Christians and Muslims too. So it is somewhat dangerous to profess your faith as a Christian out in India then. Oh, it, it is. It is a big challenge. It's a big challenge because sometimes, like, you know, like when you accept Christ, like, you know, first of all, like, like I said, your own family will not accept you, one. And secondly is like, you know, if you stand for your faith, like you, you the, the villages will, 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 you know, you have to be out of the village. And then sometimes they, you, because of your faith, you, you'd be beaten up. And then even, you know, even to a point that they would they would even kill you like if it is your own sister or a daughter and then if they come to know the Lord and then even to a point because nowadays it's it's kind of uh, secured but both those days they will they will beat you up and then and they will they will and every day even as we're talking now somewhere in some part of India a Christian is persecuted wow. somebody is going through a struggle because of their faith that they made Ora hier zu sagen, ist das dort wieder ja zu sein, dass jeder Tag mit uns wieder leiden, wenn sie eher glauben. Aber wir wollen von der Ort nicht dort abhören. Wir wollen äh, nächste Woche wieder gut mit ihrer Geschichte. Sie haben noch ein Schüsschen mal mitzuteilen. Wir wollen von der äh, Lieden Raja und äh, Jakob Khan. Raja ist ein äh, Prediger. Er hat äh, mehrere Prediger über sein Heißen. Das ist ein äh, Fährster Prediger, wie vielleicht einzige würden vielleicht sein, ein bisschen äh, äh, älterster. 
Und heute hat andere Präger über seinen Mehrhalt in unseren Städten. Und Roger, äh, mein äh, Jakob, hat es in der Messianur, hat er drüben und Gottes Wort verspreiten. Und so hat gesagt, das ist nicht immer ganz äh, möglich. Das ist einzig mal sehr gefährlich. Aber der Herr von uns hat ja 14 Jahre wieder und wir haben in der Sinnerschule gewusst, dann hat er dort Gottes Wort gehört. Er hat noch immer ein bisschen verlangt, er hat ihm dein. Und hier wir haben wir ganz klar geworden, was er soll und wo er soll dein. Und Raja, wir haben auch mal nun in der Kirche gewandt, wir sind auch 14 Jahre alt wieder und hat Gottes Wort gehört. Und wir sind Christen geworden, aber hat immer nicht viel damit getan, bis immer ein bisschen warm geblieben. Und dann, wenn ich sage, so bin ich 39, wie alt wir, dann wir haben das Ende gekommen, der Heil soll anfangen, Dollar zu dein und, und unser Gott sein Wort wiederbringen. Und dann, wie er noch äh, Bibelschule gewandt und hat sich da, da sein äh, da geliert, und dann wie er in Prediger geworden durch. Und dann in den 19 Tagen, ich dann wie er Trainer in Indien gewandt, und da hat er dann angefangen zu, zu predigen. So, das ist was ich eben gesagt von den beiden Männern, was wir von der Kern lernen. Wir wollen nächste Werk der Meier von hier, so nächste Werk war da um Dauerdach, Klack 7, wo wir da den zweiten Part bringen, und er guckt die Wohnung, so war er anschauen, nur noch. So, mit dort, wo wir von der Schlitten, er guckt das, nicht so, äh, er guckt die Hand, er möchte können verstehen. Ich weiß, dass das in Englisch ist, das nicht, was äh, wir hier allgemein gleich in der Donnerbesitzung sagen, dieser Mann, der kann nicht, äh, nicht, nicht Deutsch. Und ich dachte, wir Fan, wir können was hier hören, wo wir müssen nur in den anderen Ländern schaffen. Und wir waren, so kamen wir in den Hügel zum Knorren. Und so, ich dachte, ich würde gleich mitteilen mit Jünd. So, mit dem wollen wir schließen und wollen wir nächste Woche wieder gut mit unserer Geschichte.